you need to understand that when you enter into a relationship with God, um, the calling that you are to carry out has a particular training that goes along with it. Hmm. You have to be able to recognize that. Um, likewise, the way that God trains you is going to be the same when he's preparing you for the different levels that he's going to elevate you to in your obedience. True, you true. need to understand that yeah. on this walk, mm -hmm. because if you fail to do that, you'll just be reading these words and listening to these podcasts and there's no growth. Welcome to the Walk 365 podcast, where lifelong friends and Christians, Richie Carter and Minister Mike, are on a mission to grow their daily relationship with God. Join them as they walk you through the Bible in 365 days. If you're ready, let's jump into your daily dose of the walk. Man, we here. Are we going out around on lap two? Lap two, we here. Yeah, yeah, we uh, closed out uh, Genesis, and now we are getting ready to take a trek through Exodus. Through Exodus, we're here. Yeah. So let's um, let's look back. Um, let's do a little recap. Okay. Uh, bring us up to speed. Okay, so Genesis ended with a group of about 70 people from mm -hmm. the lineage of Jacob. Right. Going into Egypt to be saved from a worldwide famine. Now, Exodus picks up. 400 years later, uh -huh. there's a new pharaoh in town. Right. Joseph, Joseph is dead. Right. Um, and so this new pharaoh looks out, and he doesn't know anything about Joseph. Right. right. He doesn't know anything about any of the past, any of those, any of those things. But what he does see, he sees all of these Hebrew people in the land. And it's not just a few Hebrew people. It's not just 70. No, it ain't 70 no more. Because it's 400 years. Four. Hundred years. So after that, four hundred years, we had. Uh, I think they said about six hundred thousand men, mm -hmm. and that wasn't including the women and the children. Correct. But with the women and children, I think it's about two point five million in total. That's a lot of people. That's a whole lot of people. Can you imagine that barbecue? <laughs> anyway, it's enough people to make Pharaoh nervous. Very nervous. Very nervous. Right. So nervous, in fact, that he, you know. He, he didn't even he, he had to figure out a way to get them to subdue. Right. Well, we'll get into that. Right, right, right. So um, Exodus was written by the author again is Moses. Yes. And this is the second book of the Torah. Mm -hmm. um, and it was written for uh, God's chosen people again, the Israelites, uh, who were beginning to form a nation after being enslaved for 400 years. Correct, correct, correct. So by doing my reading, Mike, what I did was I actually, um, you know, I try to read like maybe multiple times. All right. I broke it up into two sections, mm -hmm. the, um, two halves. Okay. The first half is called the rescue, and that's chapters 1 through 15. Okay. The second half is the relationship, Okay. 16 through 40. What's going on with these R's? You, you think about being a preacher? Uh, <laughs> I going to say all that. Now, that's your job. I'm, I'm still a wolf. I'm oh, just playing. But uh, the first part in there, uh, let's go to the, uh, we're going to break down the first half. 
okay. of the rescue. All right. And we're going to talk about the early life of Moses. Okay. Okay. So basically the first few chapters, like one, two, and three, they cover a broad span of Moses' life. You know, everybody knows about Moses and, mm-hmm. you know, the water and, you know, Correct. being found. And it's not the TV version either. No, it's not. <laughs> Because most people, I mean, actually, when I grew up, until I started reading this, yeah. I thought Moses was a little boy at this time. Right. But he's not. No. He's approximately 80 years old. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and he goes from, you know, th- those few chapters, and goes from his birth to being raised by the queen of Egypt. Mm-hmm. And also, Moses fled into the wilderness to become a shepherd for 40 years. Right. He's 80 years old. Right. He was, but he was actually, he was 40 when he fled. Right. 40 when he fled. He was 40 when he fled Egypt. Right. And then when he, by the time he got back, he was 80. He was in his 80s. So what do you think, um, in, your, if you're, in your opinion, what do you think these life experiences taught Moses? Well, I'm going to give a little, let me, let me lay a little foundation, and then I'm going to get into that life application real quick. For okay. those of you that, that are listening, uh, whether the first time, second time, however, however it is, you need to understand that when you enter into a relationship with God, um, the calling that you are to carry out has a particular training that goes along with it. You have to be able to recognize that. Um, Likewise, the way that God trains you is going to be the same when he's preparing you for the different levels that he's going to elevate you to in your obedience. You need to understand that on this walk, Mm -hmm. because if you fail to do that, you'll just be reading these words and listening to these podcasts and there's no growth. Right. And if you're you're setting out on this walk with us, the our intent and God's blessing of us through this is is for increase in knowledge of his word. So I just want to put that out there. OK. OK. okay so now with this la- life application, um, I'm going to I'm going to give this a one A because we're going to I have another one to uh, apply to it a little later on in, in, in what we're talking about. OK. But with one A, one um, A is in response to uh, Moses downplaying his abilities to do what he has been called to do uh, and now commanded to do by God. He, you know, he's downplaying it. Um, And what I mean by that is uh, he has been raised by the queen of Egypt. Right. Okay. Well, Mm -hmm. well, Pharaoh's daughter. Well, Pharaoh. Yeah. Yeah, His daughter. Right. And, and in doing this, in doing this, he has been raised in the, in the education and of, of Egyptians. He knows them. He knows how they think right. and all of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, um, and, and that is a privilege. Right. Okay. And he is, he is powerful in his communication, mm-hmm. regardless of what he says to God. Right. Because Acts, I think it's Acts 7, Acts, Acts 7 and 22 actually talks about his abilities to speak. We're going to come to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, 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 I just yeah, had yeah. to drop that nugget. Right, right. You know, right. to let you know that that Moses has giftings that he doesn't uh, uh, speak about at this time. Right. So that's 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 the life application. Uh, you know, you have to uh, trust your training. Okay. Right. You have to trust that training. You might not know it at the time, but... There's a training into in what you're going through. And they also, now forget now, let's hit the second part, mm-hmm. as a shepherd. Okay. What did he learn as a shepherd? Well, as a shepherd, now that's good. that comes into play when he fled and came into the service of his father-in-law, shepherding those sheep. 
Um, you know, and, and that is something in itself because, you know, sheep are very needy animal. They 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 require continual attention. Right. Um, they, they, they don't really know uh, what this is or that is. So the shepherd is there to protect them. Right. And so that would that would lend that would be very beneficial for Moses because he's going to have to take care of the, the these Hebrew people, these children of Israel. Right, right, right. So now we're at a spot where God actually sends Moses to Egypt to tell Pharaoh those famous words, mm-hmm. let my people go. Let my people go. Now, in chapter three, God appears to Moses as a burning bush to give him instructions. And he basically tells him, hey, take your sandals off for this place that you stand is holy ground. Okay. You know, and, and you really think about this. Many are called and few are chosen. Mm-hmm. Moses was chosen, but, you know, he found some of the, he uses those same excuses. He told God, the same excuses that we use all the time. Exactly. Who am I? Who, who, who am I? Who, who am I to, to, to do this? Yeah. Lead I, the people out of Egypt. I, I'm not, I can't do this. Uh, what if they won't listen to me? Mm-hmm. Uh, please send somebody else. You know, there are many times that, you know, you, you get called to, to in a leadership position, even to, let's just say, uh, start a young adult ministry. Yeah. And somebody's calls you and says, hey, Mike, I want you to do this. What the first thing you, what's, most people say? Uh, yeah. Those same things. You really don't say, you do just what I did. Uh, yeah. Because you. Who am I? Yeah, who am I? Because you can't lie. You right. don't want to lie right. anyway. Because right. it's a church, you know, somebody from the church. Well, they ain't going to listen to me. Mm-hmm. Um, please send somebody else. It's the same excuses. Same excuses. And so, you know, it, don't think you're alone when this happens. <laughs> right. It's happened. It's happened. It, to happened, us all. It's, it started with, even with Moses. You're right. You know. You're right. Exactly. And there's a la- there's a life application right there. All right. As well, um, the life application there is you you need to be ready to respond. I, I'm, man, I'm following you with these R's. Yeah, all right, I can go with that. I can go with that. R is a good letter. Hey, I'm rich. Okay. Yeah, just don't put a revenue in front of it. Uh, all right, not all right, yet. Be good. Not yet. Um, <laughs> but, but seriously, you need to be ready to respond. And what I mean by that is uh, when, they, uh, when the children of Israel called out in their suffering mm-hmm. for the very first time, they did not get the deliverance right then. It wasn't immediate. That they got that deliverance. Right. Um, so, so you know, they had to they had to continue on in what they were doing. They had to continue on in their life. Right. Um, maybe even to the point, and, and and to be clear, I don't know. I don't really know if the word says that they cried out to God for their deliverance because they were they were followers of the Egyptian way. Right. Um, but nonetheless, God heard their suffering, their groaning, right. and He responded. Um, and for us, uh, when God does open that door, mm-hmm. however it is, to allow you your release from what it is you have asked him to release you from, right. you have got to be ready to move in that moment. Because those people actually there in Egypt, it, to me, I honestly think they didn't know they were enslaved. Well, see, and, that's, and I wanted to, I didn't know if we would have time for this, but it, te- it says that Pharaoh says to his people, we must deal shrewdly right. with them. So I don't think they knew that they were enslaved. <laughs> right. I think he, he worked something out today. They, they thought they had it made. Right, right. 
they thought they had it made. Right. So and just just to what just to that life application, if you want to check what I'm saying for those listening, I'm not going to read it, but go back to Exodus 12 and 29 and you will see the immediacy of their release and what happened that night at midnight. Right. When they were re- when they re- when uh, Pharaoh released them. Right. At this point, God has prepared Moses for the task of leading the people in a way that really he never could expect it. Mm-mm. So um, now we get to the spot where it's time to go talk to Pharaoh. Right. And it's time to basically tell him, let my people go. So God also sent uh, Moses' brother with him. Correct. Aaron. Correct. Because he made such a, he whined so much, he right. sent him a partner. And and that's a continual thing, which we'll talk about a little later. Yeah. About those people there. Yeah. Um, so we talk about the plagues. Okay. 5 through 12. Um, God prepared Moses and Aaron with signs of wonders to prove the power of their God to Pharaoh. And, and instead of being amazed, Pharaoh only hardened his heart. Yeah. Over and over again. Yeah. I mean, Moses spent a lot of, Moses and Aaron Basically, spent a lot of time going around and around with the magicians, yeah. performing different signs. But you know, to you know, to, to try to get Pharaoh to let my people go. But Pharaoh was not amused. No, he wasn't. He, he, it, it did not impress him at all. Because, because yeah, he he. I mean, he, if his magicians could do it, that means it was part of the Egyptian lifestyle to do these tricks, right. And things or things that he thought were tricks, right, right. And 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 and, and you might say, well, why, why didn't why did God choose to do those things? And that was for the reason to harden his heart, right, to to irritate him because he couldn't figure it out, right, right, right. But eventually, God overpowers Pharaoh mm-hmm. in Egypt, and he sends ten plagues. Yeah, uh, during the final plague. The death of the firstborn, God commands the Hebrews to sacrifice a lamb and spread the blood over the doorsteps. Right, right. The Passover. Yeah, and, and so, um, you know, God gave the angel of death free reign over the firstborn sons. You know, uh, he was commanded to pass over the houses that, that were covered by blood. Right. And, and the, uh, the Passover offering. Um, uh, and so God passed over these homes. Right. Say that one more time. He did what? God Passed over right those homes, and what is that? What is that called? The Passover. The Passover. <laughs> yeah, it's and, simple. And some people miss that. They though. miss that. They miss that all the time. Um, Pharaoh finally gave in after this one because what happened? Pharaoh actually lost his son who sat on the throne. Yeah, his son. It became person. He it was it was a personal loss for him. Right, right. So he finally gave in and said, told he told Moses, "Hey, Moses, Aaron, get your people." Out of here and go. That's Exodus 12 and 29. It starts about right there. <laughs> right. And he said, take your silver, your gold, your clothing, and that dough, that unloving bread, and just get out of here. Mm-hmm. But, um, and then we get to the spot where they have a little time to move. Correct. And now we're getting ready for the Exodus. Right. You know, and really, what is an Exodus? An Exodus is like a mass departure. Uh, and this is like the, the, this is when they actually depart from Egypt. Correct, correct. But you know, if you really think about it, Pharaoh's heart is—he's he, hurt. Yeah, he's hurt. He's—he's a—he's he, he's embarrassed. Right. He's a leader, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and 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 he's and he's he's trying to do these things and bec- and remain powerful. But Moses continues to make him look look bad in front of his people. Right. And God is, but God is orchestrating all of this. Now, one thing here, we we actually have a life application here. And and with the life application, you know, 
You really got to be ready when God opens those doors. Yeah, and that's and I and I mentioned I said that earlier, and I may have been out of out of step with that, mm-hmm. but that is what I meant. You got to be ready to respond because those doors open up, and you got to be ready to move. And right. if you and if you miss that door, right, um, it could close on you. Can't be no he hawing around. It can't be. It can't right. be any him and hawing. You have to know that it's time to move and step out on faith. Right. At this time, so basically, God gave him a head start. That's right. To get out of there. He did. Because the door opened. It opened. It opened. And, 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 and it only opened for a short time. And when they got out of there, mm-hmm. because they were obedient. Yeah. And then they got to the Red Sea. And, and everybody knows what happens after that. Right. Right? right. Yeah. They, you know, they, 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 uh, Moses outstretches his hands, separates. They go across. They get across. And just as uh, Pharaoh's army comes in, mm-hmm. they let those hands down. Right. And then, you know, what happened then to the people? Well, they you know, moved. You know, Pharaoh's army got, got drowned. Got drowned by the Red Sea. Yeah. And, you know, the song goes on, talks about that. We so, should have called the guys from Take Six to come in and hit that. That would have been neat. Anyway. Hey, man, I can always add it in. <laughs> you know, I can always add the music in here later on. Um, but they get across. Yeah. They get across. Yeah. Pharaoh's army is drowned in the Red Sea. Mm-hmm. Israel meets God in the wilderness at Mount, around Mount Sinai. Correct. And but what are the people doing? Well, they're complaining. They're whining. Now, why would they complain when they just witnessed the biggest miracle that they've ever seen in their lifetime? Mm, I mean, they're not happy. They thought they thought it was going to be one way, and and it's not. So. They're talking about this land of milk and honey. Yeah. And they're like, you know what? I'd rather go back to Egypt. Go back? Go back to Egypt. That's why I said I don't think they knew that they were enslaved because they always wanted to go back. Well, I mean. Right. But, you know, uh, the people... Well, they they were already complaining, um, but the miracle they witnessed, I don't think they saw it as a miracle. No, they didn't. You know, I believe they continued to see these things just as tricks, and they really weren't understanding the magnitude of what they had in their presence. Right. Well, not what, but who, who? they had right. in their presence. Right. So now we're going to get to the second half, mm-hmm. and this is the relationship. And this is going to be chapter 16 through 40. So it starts off with God gave basically uh, gave the, the Ten Commandments. Okay. And to sum it up— um, Jesus sums up the, uh, the Ten Commandments as a whole when he says, you know, love, love the Lord, your God, with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, we can run out of Ten Commandments, but right now I think everybody should know those. If not, they can always go back and look at it. And Correct. that is in um, chapter 20. Okay. Um so he gives those Ten Commandments, and yeah. then the people of Israel agree. Right, right. They um, signed the contract. They signed the contract. And so now this is saying this is what we're going to do so that God can dwell with the people. Yeah. But now we got to, before we can actually dwell with the people, God has plans for a tabernacle. Yeah, yeah, a tabernacle. A tabernacle. Now, with this tabernacle, um, you know, it, it's kind of like, you build this tabernacle to these instructions and to this set mm-hmm. because only God can actually tell you how I want to be praised. Right. And how, you know, how you're going to do it. And if you do this, mm-hmm. I would dwell with you. 
Right. He's going to dwell with them. He's right. going to he's going to always be with them as long as as the as the tabernacle is right. there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, you know, with that, um that 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 leads to the next life application which is you got to respect the rules of the relationship. Right. Um and what I mean by that is uh they didn't uh you know, they didn't know God. Right. And and so if you don't know somebody, you have to build a relationship. Right. So what God was doing, and when you read about the building or the construction of the tabernacle, mm-hmm. uh, they had to be broken and they had to be trained in the ways of God because all they had known once again was the Egyptian way of life. Right. And this is why the instructions and the operations of the tabernacle were so specific. And the consequences for not getting it right the first time right. were so severe. Right. You know, and for us, walking with God has got to be like a has got to be a lifestyle. Right. And not a turnstile. Right. Okay. You can't just go through it and come out on the, you know, keep going through. It doesn't work like that. Right. God doesn't bless that. Uh y- you've got to learn how to take God with you. Um Wherever you go, right. um, that, that how you are with God now in this place, you still have to have the same intentional relationship with him when he elevates you or moves you into that next place. Right. And, and, and so um, walking with God has to be, once again, an intentional lifestyle. I like that word intentional. Yeah. We're talking about that often. It's a it, I'm it's beginning it's beginning thing. to be a theme. Yeah. Right. Might be something we have to put on our walls every time and just say, hey, we gotta make sure we use that word intentional because really this walk is intentional. You, it has to be. Right. Yeah. It has to be. And it is. And and I think that's the motivation uh that, that you see when you live that intentional life and then you see God move in your life and right. you see the light bulbs come on because you know everything is is clicking right you know and and again folks i'm not talking about prosperity i'm not talking about wealth or any of that i'm talking about spiritual growth right so I don't want to get, I don't want anybody out there thinking, ooh, let me pray for this. Ooh, the lottery is this. No, <laughs> right, no. right, right. No, we're not, we're not on that level and we won't be. So if you're expecting that, it's been nice walking with you. Now, one thing about that, that, that tabernacle, it was mm-hmm. portable. Exactly. It was portable. They could pick it up and build it. And those instructions, basic, that's really what the instructions were. How to actually build this and keep it going. And see, that's what I'm so saying. We can move it. That's what I'm saying. But see, look how many, they had to move it con- over and over again. Right. So this was their routine. And set it up a certain way. It, every over, time. It, that's over and over. It was all a part of their right. worship. Right. And so they were get they because again, they didn't know God. Right. And this was their training ground. Right. To to get to know him. And and we're gonna see this in cycles in right. these books. We're gonna see these generations right. knowing him and not knowing him. Right. So more to come on that. Right. So now we have thirty two, thirty four. Israel breaks God's laws. Uh oh. Now they just now a, a few chapters. They broke the laws? Well, yeah, they, they did. Okay. I mean, you know, just think about it. Here, here we go. I was thinking more of a game show tone could get going in right there. Oh, well, I can always add that in. Okay, all right. <laughs> so what happened is this. Um, God called Moses up on the mountain. Okay. And they get to talking. And all of a sudden, I think it was God said, hey, we got a commotion going on down there. Yeah, yeah. He, it, he heard it before. 
But uh, Moses, yeah, he heard it before Moses. Moses, go down there and see what's happening. Yeah, because God already knew what was happening. He knew it. And what was happening down there? Was, they was having a party. And what law was they breaking? They were already breaking the first one. Yeah, thou shalt have no, no other gods, gods before me. me. And what are they doing no, down there? They down there worshiping a dancing golden calf. Around, dancing around a golden calf. Right. Now, who let them dance around that golden calf? Aaron. Aaron. Right. And he's supposed to be. He's supposed to be second in, second second in, in charge. charge. Right. So, God is upset. Yeah, he ain't feeling And he ready to wipe them out. Mm -hmm. But Moses begs to give the people a second chance. Yeah, he does. God grants the people a second chance, you know, um, and everybody's happy. Um, Now, Israel actually builds the tabernacle, Mm -hmm. and God fills it. Yeah. You know, he feels he comes in, they see the commotion going on. Right. But not even Moses can enter. Wow. That must be something to to orchestrate and to to stand and and to get this thing constructed, but then to know that you can't even you will never be able to enter into this thing. Right, but you know that God's with you. Oh, you know He's with you. Right, but you got to follow the instructions. Right. You so know. they stood around Mount Sinai. Yeah, going through, going through, and that actually wraps us up with the end of Exodus. Wow, wow. That was quite a ride. Yeah. Man. So I hope you guys uh, enjoyed that portion (laughs) of the walk. Hey, like I said, I want to thank everybody for following us at this point. Continue to support us by uh, subscribing to the podcast. Yeah, please subscribe. And, you know, we've had many of people uh, respond and leave comments on the podcast. Very inspirational, very uplifting. And if you want to leave a a comment, you can do that on the Apple podcast. And I think Pod Chaser, Mm. Podcaster. Okay. Those are the two. Uh, Feel free to do that. Um, We're also looking at opening up a Facebook page so that people can walk with us and we can feed back and forth off of each other. If you're interested in that, uh, just give us a call. Not just give us a call. Hit us up on email or leave a message. Mm. You know, you ought to, it's a way to find us. Yeah. And we can actually add that in there. And I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll go and do some research and see if we can find a page, uh, create a page to walk 365 on Facebook. It will be a private page. Yeah. Um, and we'll make sure that um, those who are actually really serious about walking with us can. Yeah, this is not a joke. Right. It's not a joke. He is not to be played with. Right. So with that, Mike, um, anything else you want to say? or? Nah, Rich, I'm, I'm good. I'm, 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 my feet are kind of tired from the walk, so we're going <laughs> to rest on this leg and get ready for the next. And uh, where are we going next? Where are we walking to next? Uh, Leviticus. 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 Mm. The people of Levi. Mm. All right, Mike. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. All right, Rich. Well, hey, we're going to keep walking. All right. Let's lace them up. Let's go. All right. Take off.